Harmon. Most of you know. For those who don't, I'm a certified plant-based nutritionist and personal trainer. The website is mainlyplants.com. Head on over there, peruse the navigation. You're sure to find something that you like. Between recommended products that I use, some cool merch, links to Amazon, yada, yada, yada. Past podcast episodes if you choose to stream it from there instead of through iTunes or Stitcher or what have you. Um, uh, let's see, Ryan at MainlyPlants.com if you want to email me. You guys have been stepping up your email game. I appreciate it. I appreciate the kind words that you guys have been sending me through email um, and through direct message on inst- uh, social media. I almost said instant messenger. Jesus Christ, how old am I? Um, remember that stuff? Remember, that? remember AOL instant messenger? Oh, man. Anyway, um, at Mainly Plants across all social media platforms, be sure to send me a direct message there. I usually get back to people within 24 hours, usually much less. Uh, however, if it's the weekend, give me until the next business day, just uh, in case I am taking a mental break from uh, social media stuff, which I do from time to time. Um, let's see. What is going on? Well, I'll tell you what's going on. Next Thursday, a little under a week from now, is Thanksgiving. And it is one of my favorite holidays. Uh, used to be more about the food when I ate, uh, you know, omnivorously. And now it's just uh, hanging out with family, watching some football, enjoying the weather, etc., etc. So, on this week's podcast, just some quick tips and tricks for how to survive Thanksgiving. Some of you say Thanksgiving. Uh, if you are a vegan or um, whole food plant-based or whatever you want to call yourself that has some trouble with that holiday. So, um, first and foremost, the social aspect of it, which I don't want to dive too heavily into <clears throat> because for me it's pretty black and white. You know, a lot of people kind of, um, they dread having holiday dinners with their family and friends who aren't vegan, whole food, plant-based. And my advice to you is this. You can't change anybody who is not willing to change. Meaning, if your friends and family still eat turkey, still cook with animal products, I'm first of all, I apologize on behalf of, well, I don't really apologize. I mean, I'm sorry. I feel sorry. I feel bad that you have to deal with that. But you just need to resign yourself. And that's the way that it is until they want to change because they're not going to change if they don't want to. So how do you live with that? How do you deal with that during that dinner, during that time, whether it be Thanksgiving dinner or even, you know, I'm Jewish, but Christmas Christmas dinner, Christmas Eve dinner, um, you know, how do I, how do us Jews deal with it during Passover? It's, you know, yada, yada. So you just need to understand that it's something that is going to happen and you can try and educate compassionately. Don't berate people because that doesn't do any good. And if they start to kind of give you shit about being vegan and not eating this or that, just say, listen, it's my choice. I don't put it on you guys. If you guys don't want to cook anything special for me, that's fine. I'll provide my own food. And that's what I've done. Uh, you know, I have Friendsgiving where it's just Thanksgiving with friends from time to time. And most of my friends are not vegan. So I will make a... Um, a vegan dish or two, whether it be you know cold quinoa salad or vegan mashed potatoes, or um, you know vegan stuffing, and bring that and just know that 
I'm gonna, that's, that's what I'll be eating. Other people might, might eat it, they might love it, but those dishes are gonna be what I know I can eat. Now, typically, friends, family, who know that you eat a certain way and are compassionate, will um, provide dishes for you, you know, whether it be one or two, just to kind of give you something to eat, and that's awesome. But sometimes they don't. So if you aren't in the comfort of your own home or your family's home where you can cook your own dish, and you don't feel comfortable bringing your own dish, let's say. Um, typically, there is you know a salad or something that you can nibble on wherever you are. However, if there's not, eat beforehand. Just fill up before beforehand. And when you get to that person's house or that event or whatever, wherever the dinner is or lunch, if you guys do Thanksgiving lunch, grab a glass of wine, get a nice tea, whatever it is, and just socialize. You don't need to eat. And if people ask you why. You're not eating to say, oh, you know, I'm actually, I'm vegan I'm, uh, or whole food plant-based, whatever, whatever you choose to go by and say, you know, so I ate beforehand and now I'm just kind of socializing. And that's all you got to say. And usually people don't give you shit for it if they don't know you. Um, if they do, you know, friends and family can rib you a, butt, a, a bit. You're going to have to just brush it off. It's not that big of a deal. Um, and I say that having gone through it. Um, you know, my brother, my dad, uh, not so much my mom, but, you know, people do rib, rib me for it. They, you know, poke jabs and whether it be in jest or they think that I'm crazy, whatever. I don't really give a shit. That's kind of the way that you need to approach it. Say, I, you know, I don't really give a shit what they think about it if it's negative. And I'm just going to do me. I'm going to do what I need to do to get through it and enjoy myself. Now, social aspect aside. Um, if you do have family members that are willing to accommodate, if you do have friends that are willing to accommodate, how do you do that, right? So there's a lot of people who are listening who are first-time uh, Thanksgiving vegans. Everything that you make, sorry, my chair is very squeaky. Um, I don't know if you guys can hear it. It's like a crackling and sometimes it's a squeak. I think I need to get a new chair. Anyway, so everything that, that people eat for Thanksgiving can be made vegan. So you can make stuffing vegan. You can do it without the sausage or some people put meat in there. Um, just make it vegan. Get vegan bread. Get vegan spices. You know, sometimes people, I think, people, do people soak it in broth, the bread? It's been so long since I've made um, stuffing. But regardless, there are vegan options for it, right? Just use plant-based ingredients. Likewise, mashed potatoes. I'll give you guys the trick for the best mashed potatoes. And they're so good that even non-vegans will be like, holy shit, these are the best mashed potatoes ever, and they won't even know that they're vegan. So you, you mash up your potatoes as you would normally do. Add in a, you know, a few cloves of roasted garlic, and then do, these aren't by any means healthy, they're just vegan versions for the holidays. And, and let me digress real quick. I'm not concerned, and neither should you be, with what you eat between Thanksgiving and New Year's. Splurge a bit. It's okay to eat a little shittier during the holidays. Be more concerned about what you eat between New Year's and Thanksgiving. Let yourself have the room to, to cheat a bit and eat stuff that's not so great for you, provided it is plant-based. So anyway, so get your potatoes, get your garlic, put it in a pot, mash it up, add in some almond milk or whatever, um, whatever plant-based milk you choose, and then you want to add in a bunch of... Um, vegan butter, 
And then vegan sour cream, I like the tofuti. And vegan cream cheese, tofuti as well. And just add in like a quarter cup at a time and mash it up and mix it up until you get the consistency and flavor that you like. Add in some salt and pepper. And they will be the creamiest, fluffiest, most decadent mashed potatoes you've ever put in your mouth hole. And you can thank me later. And if you have any questions about any of these tips that I'm giving you prior to Thanksgiving or prior to, prior to cooking, shoot me an email. Um, because I'm trying to, I want to get through this because it's not the most interesting podcast, just some tips and tricks. So that's for the potatoes. Cranberries, I'm, I'm pretty sure that cranberries are always vegan, aren't they? I don't know. I've never, I don't eat the, the canned ones where you just kind of open the can and then slide out the tube of gelatinous cranberry and slice it. I, what I like to do is take the whole, the whole cranberry, the, you know, a couple bags of cranberries, put it in a non-stick, non-stick pan, or better yet, put it in a, a big pot. Add in some sugar, a little bit of orange juice, a little bit of cranberry juice, um, some lemon zest and some orange zest and let it cook down until those cranberries start to burst and they will kind of become gelatinous in and of themselves and then you can serve it. Um, so, I mean, I think that, you know, wh- whether it be the, the cranberries, the potatoes or even the the green bean casserole with the little french fried onion rings on top, that's pretty, pretty straightforward, right? You can figure out how to make those vegan. You know, you used... Uh, you can use mushroom soup that is vegan. You don't have to use milk in it. You can use non-dairy products. It's easy to do. But what about like the the centerpiece? Because a lot of people want to have something similar to turkey, but they can't or they choose not to. There are, off the top of my head, I know there's a field roast brand and there is Tofurky brand. They make stuffed roasts. Um, I believe they are soy based, I want to say. They might be, they might be, um, what's what's the word I'm looking for? A satian. They might be uh, gluten based. But you go to, I mean, go to Fry's, go to Safeway, go to Sprouts, go to Whole Foods. They all have them in the refrigerated section typically. Usually where the tofu is, although I've been fooled before, sometimes they are frozen. But it looks like just this round roast when it comes out of the box and you pop it in the oven and you bake it like you would a turkey and you baste it and there are directions on the box for it. The field roast ones are much smaller. I recommend those if you, it's just going to be you eating it. The tofurkey, can, tofurkey one can probably feed probably, I guess, depending on how hungry people are, four to five people. It looks, like, it looks probably like uh, a volleyball size, maybe a little smaller. The field roast one... It's probably the size of a grapefruit, maybe even a little smaller than that. Uh, but they're stuffed with, they're all vegan, and they have like a little bit of stuffing in them. They taste really fucking good. So go out and get one of those as the the centerpiece of either your meal or your vegan meal if you're putting one together. You know what? Even if you're bringing stuff to people's house, try bringing that. You know, pre-cook it, just say it just, just so it needs to be warmed up. And people are going to be like, what the hell is that? And you can say, like, this is a plant-based roast. It's a vegan roast, and it's really good. Here, try a piece. And you might blow people's minds. And they might look at you like you're crazy and say, I don't want to touch that. That's disgusting. Um, While they're looking at a dead stuffed bird. But that's besides the point. You can always try try to introduce things to new people. And introduce new things to people you already know. So 
that's what I would recommend as the centerpiece. Thinking of which, you know, I'm going to be going home to my my parents' house next week, and I might go out and get one of those roasts as the centerpiece because, you know, I've been vegan for seven years. This is going to be my seventh, my seventh um, Thanksgiving vegan because I went I went vegan the day after Thanksgiving seven years ago. So, and I I think that every single Thanksgiving that I've had with them. Um, I've kind of just had to do sides because we don't, we, we, I mean, seven years ago, first of all, there weren't such things as vegan roasts, but I think I'm going to try and get one of those this year and cook it up. And even if it's just for me, uh, maybe my, my parents will try one. Maybe my brother will try some doubtful, but uh, you never know. So teaching you guys in the podcast, I'm also teaching myself. So, um, and then if you don't feel like cooking at all, a lot of people cater their Thanksgiving meals. I live in Arizona, the greater Phoenix metro area, Scottsdale to be exact. And while it is a progressive area in terms of plant-based food, it is, I, th- I think it was listed this past, is it last year or earlier this year, as one of the most non-friendly places to be a vegan, which I found shocking because I have zero problem when I eat out for eating vegan. A lot of restaurants around here have vegan dishes and a lot of restaurants around here are 100% vegan and plant-based so that kind of shocked me but anyway so there are a ton of places that do vegan thanksgiving catering if you live in the phoenix area there are a bunch of places that i know of off the top of my head like green like this new place wild ass there's a bunch of places if you have if you live in the area and you don't know and you want to get it catered send me an email I'll shoot you the information. But more importantly, if you live in any major city, I would bet good money that there is going to be at least one place that will do vegan Thanksgiving catering. Now, that's say that's you know to say if you live in, you know, LA, San Francisco, Chicago, New York, you know, a big city where there are resources, but there are a lot of listeners listeners out there. Sorry, I'm very uh, nasally. I'm stuffed up. My allergies have been killing me lately. I never really get allergies, but this year they've been so bad. Last night was a nightmare. I was like, I was dying. I had to pop two Benadryl and pass out just because I couldn't. Like my eye was shut down. My nose wouldn't stop running. Anyway, that's why I sound like I have um, racquetballs in my nose. But... There are a lot, getting back to it. There are a lot of listeners who live in rural areas, and they've emailed me and mentioned to me, you know, I'm the only vegan I know. I live in a a, a dairy town or a cattle town where you know there's a lot of barbecue joints or or whatever it may be that you live in an area where there just aren't any vegan restaurants. So and and you don't want to cook and you don't have access to a major grocery store where you can get a a, a vegan roast. Well, aside from the sides that I talked to you about that you can do, you can I mean, I've, I even at like 7-Eleven or Circle K, there is like plant-based butter spread. Even I can't believe it's not butter. Will do. I'm pretty sure that's 100% vegan. But the sides you shouldn't have a problem with. But what do you do for that main dish, that centerpiece if you can't find a vegan roast? Well, I bet you you can find a block of tofu, and I bet you you can marinate that tofu and dry rub it and then bake it. There are recipes out there. 
what I would recommend you do is go to yumly.com. It's one of my favorite resources. It's Y-U-M-M-L-Y.com. Uh, alternatively, you can download the app. It's 100% free. And you can input your dietary restrictions. Whether you be um, vegan or whole food plant-based or vegetarian or pescatarian or whatever it is, you input all your, your information and then you can search for recipes and they'll only give you recipes that adhere to those specifications. So if you type in vegan tofu roast, you're going to find some stuff that'll show you how to season your block of tofu and bake it so that it's similar to something meaty or poultry-y or, or roast-y, if that makes sense. So you're, there's no reason why you should go hungry this Thanksgiving. There's no reason why, I mean, unless you're protesting and you're doing a hunger strike, which some people do, but there's no reason where you should be totally bummed out that you can't eat anything. You just have to understand that it's your choice to be vegan. It's your choice to be whole food plant-based. So it's you're going to have to do the work to um, accommodate yourself, whether it be at your own place or your parents' place or your family friend's place, wherever you are. You're going to have to you know, make the necessary arrangements so that you can eat. And if it's impossible, which I don't see why it would, if you can just be resigned to the fact that you don't give a shit what people think and bring your own dish or your own food, which is what I would do and I've done. But if you don't want to do that, if you get embarrassed easily or you don't want to, for whatever reason, eat beforehand. Just have your food beforehand and then go and snack on a roll or snack on some salad and just, you'll be full already. Just have some wine. If you don't drink, have an iced tea or a Diet Coke and a smile, whatever it is. And just enjoy the company. Enjoy what I feel Thanksgiving is really about. You know, a lot of people talk a lot of shit about Thanksgiving because of Christopher Columbus and what, what you know, the pilgrims did to the Native Americans and yada, yada, yada. It's not about that for me. And I don't think it's a lot, it's about that for most people. I think it's about being together with people that you love, family, friends, whoever they are, and giving thanks that you have these people in your life. Giving thanks that you're, you know, able to celebrate once a year coming together and just being together as a family, having fun, going for a, a walk in the morning or, or having a football catch outside or watching football together or whatever it is. There's a lot of stuff that every one of us can be thankful for. There's a lot of stuff that even if you're sick or crippled or in the hospital or whatever, as long as you're not dead, there is something to be thankful for. And that's what the holiday is about. So my challenge to you for this week, this next week, while you're at Thanksgiving dinner or Thanksgiving um, lunch, whether you're with family or whether you're by yourself, is find that stuff in your life that you're thankful for. Because there is something, no matter how desperate we get, no matter how in despair we are, no matter how bleak things may look for each and every one of us, for our own personal reasons, whether your business isn't doing well, whether your family member is sick, whether you're sick, whether you're upset with the state of the world, or whatever it is, there is 100% at least one thing that you're thankful for. Most people, it's handfuls of stuff that you're thankful for. 
But even if it is that one thing, spend the day reflecting on it. Spend the day thinking to yourself and asking yourself what you did to become so lucky to have this stuff to be thankful for. You know, and like I said, if you are sick, if you if if things look very bleak for you, there is something there always is a silver lining. And I think the the key and the theme is and the focus should be finding that silver lining, finding that stuff that keeps you going. Oh, one of the dogs is scratching himself. That's my cue to let you all go. I think I've um, lectured you enough, but like I said, if you have any questions about the tips and tricks that I offered you guys, if you have any questions about how to make anything, I've made everything. I've made everything from um, the green vegan green bean casserole to vegan um, mashed potatoes, which are my specialty, to the cranberries, to the roasts, and everything in between. Uh, reach out, because that's what I'm here for. There's no reason that you should be upset that you didn't have anything to eat this Thanksgiving. So without further ado, without holding you guys anymore, I hope you have a fantastic weekend. I hope you have an even better Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. There will not be a podcast next Friday. I will be out of town, but we will resume uh, as scheduled as normal the following week. And until then, go eat a salad. <laughs>